All right. <clears throat> hey guys, what's up? And this is the overly exciting kid with problems and solutions segment. Um, it's featured on my main YouTube channel, Talking with Khalil. Today, this episode, I have two special friends, Bryce and Nam. So what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Bryce, where you at? I'm right. You can hear me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me say what's up? No, I didn't hear you. Say what's up. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. All right, guys. I'm really excited to have these guests because, first of all, they're not only creative geniuses. They're, like, freaking dope. Bryce customs everything. Jeans. Do you only custom jeans? I feel like you custom a lot of other stuff. Yeah, really, it's just denim. So, yeah, you know, jean jackets. Yeah. Shorts, khaki shorts, stuff like that, but it's mainly pants and denim pieces. Yeah, and then we got Nanso in the cut with the photographer, videographer. What's going on, man? What's up, man? Like, what's up? Like, what's up with you guys? Like, y'all are like creative, creative geniuses. Like, I I don't know anybody else that. It was like what you was tweeting the other day, Bryce. I thought it was funny. You were like saying, um, like you just do like regular, you thought like people thought what you do is like regular stuff, like you're like nobody else, like you know. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know, when I'm making pieces in my head, it's kind of like okay, this would be a cool concept. And then you know, yeah. Like, through, but then people see it, oh, this is <laughs> yeah, like I just I don't know. You guys are just like really cool. And I was like, you know what? If I can get the both of them on one episode, that kind of be really, really good. So I want to kick it off going to fast lane real quick and ask where y'all get your creativeness from? Like, where do you draw inspiration? Like it could be like on a walk and you'd be, you look at a dog and it's like, damn, that dog five. So I'm gonna turn that dog into like something. Like, where do you guys get your creativeness from? Um, I would say really just living everyday life, like looking out, you see things on the internet mm-hmm. or listen to music and kind of play with you. You start thinking about different things, even like people around me, like mm-hmm. family, my friends, my girlfriend, uh, people I just met, like y'all, like mm-hmm. everything that goes on, it just makes me think about life differently. And I think, okay, what can I do to bring whatever I'm thinking about to life and then I go about how to pick different people and what goes into it and all that so that's kind of how I do things what about you Bryce yeah so with me I sort of at least with my pieces um I kind of draw inspiration from what I think would look dope when I think about okay if I see a girl I got walking down the street I got a fly outfit on what does that outfit consist of and then I go working on that and I'll drive that sort of inspiration from like aspects such as like just things that I know people are attracted to in terms of what they want to put on their body. So whether it's like nice scenery, mountains, nature, animals, uh, you know, abstract shapes, certain phrases or words, you know, emulated cultures, whether that's different languages, stuff like that. So really just experiencing and just paying attention and being keen to, you know, observing what people got going. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at your guys like uh Instagrams and y'all both did something like actually like spectacular. So Bryce, 
you made a jacket for Lil Keith. That's five. And then Naso, you got featured in a magazine. Yeah. Y'all is that how does how did that how does that make y'all feel? Like, is that like just like do you like celebrate it? Do you like celebrate it in quiet? Do you like how does that how what was your first reaction to to both of those? Well, both of that, both of those things with both of you. My, my first reaction is like when I get it, so like basically I knew I wanted to make the jagger for key back in like summer, like this time last year, like July last year. That's uh-huh. I gave it to him in October. I was, I think, in the process of making it, and then the day that I gave it to him, I was like overjoyed. I was like, Yes, you know, we're making progress, we're making progression. This is really dope. Mm-hmm. I listen to it all the time, you know, messing with my work. So I was like, Yo, this is awesome. But then I think my vision became more like broad and I didn't just look to, okay, well, maybe I can, I got to give this jacket to little key and then I won. Now I can, it was more so after I did that, I was like, okay, I got to do it to other rappers and other, you know, people, you know, high profile people and then get it like that. So more so now I look at it like that was dope, but like that was like in the grand scheme of things, a small stepping stone. So I look back when I kind of get discouraged and say, well, I came a long way, but I don't want to, celebrated too much and act like that's the standard you know what i'm saying yeah so do you does that motivate you or does that does that mean you gotta step your bar up with with stuff yeah so like after i did it it definitely gave me a a more like more like sureness within myself like more certainty Mm -hmm. Um, i kind of was like okay well that's dope but you don't want to you know the goal isn't to just you know spend a couple spend months making the jacket find them at a concert, give it to them, and walk away like, oh my God, look at this. How do you want? The goal is next time I want like a rapper to hit me up or a stylist to, yo, I want this piece, stuff like that. So it was more of like a, like a, how do I say, like a, I don't even know. It was a, it was a good transition from, okay, that's something that I can do that's really dope. Like I did, once I did it, it was like, okay, that's cool. Now we got to take a step. Gotcha. So not so, you were featured in a magazine uh, as well as your submissions. How does, I'm looking at it right now. How does, how does that feel? And as a photographer, is that a big, a big accomplishment or is that, is that the standard? Well, for me, I feel like that that's a big accomplishment for you, but what's your take on that? Uh, so at the start of the year, one of my goals was to be published in some sort of piece whether it be a magazine or the journal or whatever so I was looking around on, on the internet about things that I could do to get in that position and luckily I found the one that I found so I submitted my work mm-hmm. I submitted the um, pictures I did with you and the pictures I did with Alex and yours were accepted first and I told you I remember I remember telling you you know like that was a big moment for me because I was like wow and especially since it's like an international type magazine mm-hmm. it was a big deal for me but now Looking back at it, yes, it's a big deal because any photographer wants to work in a magazine. Like that's a that's just like crazy to even think about. But now you want to build on top of that and like even like go harder on your concepts, have magazines actually reach out to you to shoot for their covers and all that. So that's really the goal right now. So do you strive to be unique in um your creative work? Both of you, do you guys strive to like be the best of the best, or do you strive to be best with one project or just in that moment? 
Um, so I definitely strive to like definitely be to be the best in my mm-hmm. when I look at what I do I don't really see I mean you know the only place I can relate to like in terms of what people doing what I do is like I go on TikTok and I see somebody doing a, a drawing yeah. like, you know somebody somebody from our school is like famous on TikTok Aaliyah is she yeah oh, yeah yeah Aaliyah she is yeah I was like, I was like, bro, wait, I know her. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video like some on some uh black black girl Instagram page, and I was like, oh, that's dope. That's so yeah. yeah, I was like, it's a few people from our school actually that's uh TikTok famous. I was like, damn, like where where y'all be getting like right. this stuff from? <laughs> There's this kid from uh, Piedmont North that stayed like down the hall from me. He was famous on TikTok too. I wouldn't even know. Him, never know. Dang, that's crazy. Like it'd be your own people. Oh, like, damn. Nah, but um, yeah. So like, I definitely strive to be the best in being what I do. But I, I realize like, not many many people do what I do. If they do do it, it's the people I see on TikTok, like they're just, uh, anime characters or like hyper realistic drawings or like. Come come in your mic a little bit. Come in your mic a little bit. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me better now? Yeah, a little bit. Turn it up. Is that any better? Yeah. Yeah, but as I was saying, that's really the only place I can see that other people do my work. So when I look at it, I'm like, wow. I feel like I'm like the only person that, not the only person that paints jeans, but the only person that paints jeans and does it to the extent that I do. So like, I'll do like a, like in last year, I did like two collections. So I made a bunch of jeans. And I put out, I think like 14 on my website. I did a photo shoot for them. Um, and as a brand would, and then put out like a screen show in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall winter 2020 in December on Christmas I dropped like eight new versions of my brand photo shoot all that type of stuff so do you put your heart and soul into it or oh no yeah definitely like I think my inspiration from, with it is like just tapping into what I feel like my demographic like my age group my people you know black people are really inspired by and choose to how they choose to style themselves like I was saying like with the nature you know, the cultures and all that type of stuff. And I kind of put that into my work. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's definitely like a, they're all like passion pieces. Like I love everything I do. It's not really just, let me make something that looks cool because it looks cool. It's like everything, it has like a piece of me with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys, let's say, this is not going to happen, but let's say like you just don't, you're not, you're not messing with like the photography or like, the drawing stuff if you had to start over would you choose a different path to your career um i, I actually not i keep it the way it is because i feel like as in my eyes i already see nobody doing what i do right at least you know what i'm saying so i always see nobody doing what i do and i think that helps a lot in terms of like growth because it's like i'm my own lane you know yeah, you so you say nobody touch you. Nobody touch you where you at right now. You something like that. <laughs> no, I think it's it is it's definitely it's more it's more like uh eye catching. Like, oh this guy paints jeans. Like, oh, that's interesting. I don't, I don't see too many people doing that. So I think I keep it the way it is. All right, got you, got you. What about you, Nasa? What's up? What's up, you? If you had to start over, would you choose a different path in your career? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change what I'm doing. The only thing I would say is uh, 
with the things that I know now, I would use that to start and see mm. how much farther I could get. Mm-hmm. But as terms of like taking pictures, that's something I love to do, creating things, making things look interesting, designing different concepts, all that mm-hmm. are things that I always want to do. So I would never change that about myself. Okay, okay, I see. So you guys got heart, y'all got dedication. Y'all, you're dedicated to what you're doing. And not for nothing, you both get a lot of support from people that go to our school and people outside of our school and like family and all of that. And that means you're doing you're doing it right. And it just means you're on you're on the right, the right track. So what's the best advice? If you, let's say like some little kids just came up to you, they were like, Bryce, I want to be like you, or Nansa, I want to be like you. What? How do I be like you? What advice would you give that little kid? He like 10, so you can like give them indefinite advice. Sure. I think the main thing about anything is to always just be yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's, you can't try and emulate somebody else and I mean, you could, but like you can only get so far doing that. But if you're yourself, then people will mess with you even more because like you're genuine to who you are and mm-hmm. just keep creating the things that you want to create. Learn new things. Always ask for help. Don't try and think that you can do everything by yourself because you need other people to guide you to the own best positions that you can be in. So yeah, that's probably what I would tell him or her. What about you, Bryce? So like, um, I actually have a little brother who's ten. So it's kind of like, oh okay. Yeah, I say something I tell him, but I think I could kind of narrow it down to three specific things, which are working hard, staying consistent, like never giving up. And I say those things because I don't know. I noticed that when people, especially like creatives, like Nanso and I, or you as well, mm-hmm. like. Um, it isn't always as uh, copy and paste and like clear cut as like I don't know going to school studying biology whatever blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. it's a um, it's distinctive it, it requires I think a bit more like effort and patience and time and money so it's like it's easier to kind of get sidetracked and say hey, you know this isn't for me or it's like you may not be in the mood, you may not be able to, in the mood to create or like to put off. Like the other day, how you said you just weren't, you know, you kind of wanted to break, you're kind of burnt out. So you yeah. wanted to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's like you got to be willing to, you got to be persistent, like kind of push over that and just, even if you got to take a break, like you still got to work hard. So that's all I would tell the 10 year old with that. Then being consistent because it's one thing to do something cool or do a big thing or do whatever one time, but you got to like do that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And I respect that because I going back to what you just said, my shout out to he, I'm going to send him this part, but shout out to Mamadou for I told him he I think it's like last year I told him that or I posted. I was like, look, I want to start like a YouTube channel, like talk show interviews, like podcasts and all this stuff. And he was the first person to text me and be like, do it. Like, this is like you and you just got to be consistent. And ever since he said that, he said consistency is key. And coming from him, because he's just, he, he runs track at UGA. Yeah. And he, shout out to, 
shout out to him because if he hasn't said that, I don't think I don't think I'd be doing any of this stuff. Like honestly, like some days I'm like, damn, like I'm just not getting no work. Like it's just not cutting it. Like people don't respond respond back to me in emails or any of that stuff. So when I got that interview with Delisa from Netflix from that show, I was like, yes, like this is the break. This is the this is one of the big breaks that I was open for and that interview definitely opened up a lot more doors for me and I think I'm more I think I can say I'm kind of more well respected but at the same time it 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 gives it gives other people like if he can do it then I can do it and it's like that's kind of like the best feeling yeah like I send my friends your guys like creative pages, like your gene pages and your and your photography page. Like I send it, send that to them all the time. They don't know you, but they know I know you. And they're like, wow, like he's like really cool. Like I, I want to do what he does. Like it's just it's like that kind of thing. It it kind of feels good to know that um one that you one that you have advice to give. Two, that you have people that support you. And sometimes the support, I don't know. I don't know if this is me. This is going to sound like snotty, but I'm going to say it. Sometimes when I get support, it kind of feels like, it feels like, damn, where all these people been, you know? Mm, I will say that. I can attest to that. Yeah. It's like... It's like, it's like, and and that kind of sounds like rude, but I'm speaking my truth. Like, it just, it's kind of like, where has, where has, where have you been? Like, you know, like we went to middle school together. Like we went to high school together. Like I've been over your house and it's like, where has the support been? Like, I'm thankful. I'm happy, but it's, I don't know. It's like, where has it been? You know? I I feel like sometimes when you do like something big or like really, really, uh, noticeable yeah it's like it becomes popular to like you or to show love and so they may have they may have thought you were doing it was cool all along but they didn't feel the need they didn't feel the need to like express it publicly until you did that that thing like you're saying yeah. they feel the need to oh yo my boy not so oh my boy Khalil, good job good shit like, yeah you know, like, it's almost like when it becomes a trend that's when people want to start posting your work or texting you on the side yes like 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 like, i'm gonna change my number like it's it's like it's it's i mean i'm happy like i'm thankful like yes all these people supporting me but it's like you have my number for five years when i'm doing good now you want to hit me up like is when it's beneficial he's like hey khalil can you like repost this or yeah um, it's like, can you, can you like, can you text this certain person like showing my my work? I'm like, you didn't even say like how you doing. Like you didn't even like, you just got straight to the point, which I like. I like straight to the point, but not in this sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I had I had to I had to say that real quick because it was just like ever since I posted, I got that interview with Delisa. It's just been a lot of people in the shadows coming out saying something now and people want me to put them on i mean i'm gonna put my folks on my 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 main people on first 
you know, because that's that's how it goes. But like just like random people I went to high school with, it was like, send her this, like have her repost this. And it's like that's inappropriate. Like I can't send her stuff, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. But I got I got I got one last question for you both. And this is actually a really it's a this is a thinker question. It says, in thinking about the things you have created, is there something that you may have disliked, but the public may have loved and perhaps purchased? How do you how do you explain this? Like, is this something that you made? Like, and you were just like, damn, you know what? I made it, but I, I, I'm a I'm gonna put it out, and the public was like, yes, I love this shit. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a couple of those a couple of those times to reference. I remember I don't know if you know. Do you guys know Rashad? Yeah, yeah. Rashad, super cool dude. I remember I made these. Well, I made these jeans back in twenty nineteen, which was like that same. That's the year I started painting jeans, and they were so old and they were they were cool to me. But looking at my work now. It was just kind of like, and, and even when I finished in that year, when I first began, it was kind of like, well, you know, that that's done. Next, on to the next pair. But I didn't really like, I wasn't really like too, I didn't really favor them that much. Mm-hmm. But um, like last year, when I met Rashad, I think he found me on Twitter and we became cool. And he saw my website. He was like, yo, do you still have these? And they were still, they hadn't been purchased yet. And he bought them. And then he bought them and he took pictures of them. And he recently posted pictures of them again. Oh wow! In the story, and I'm like, I thought they, were, they ain't look too good to me. But I think that just comes from. Have you guys ever heard the quote like, um, "You're always gonna be like you're yourself. Like you're your own worst critic." Yeah, yeah. I think that that kind of when you set the standard in your head, like, okay, it has to look like this. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't that, that and this. But it's like you forget that people like perception you know this perception so like people can conceive it not conceive it, perceive it in a different way from how you imagine and like to them it could be like absolutely nuts but because it wasn't the way you wanted to look now it's not as good as you think but it's yeah. like, like if you're gonna draw a banana there's like a, a universal idea of what a banana looks like but if you're drawing like a, i don't know like a cartoon character or some random art piece some object abstract shape or whatever it's like to you it's like oh it didn't come out the way i wanted to look but then to them it's like oh this is magnificently Picasso van gogh you know what i'm saying so yeah it's like, it was a big thing but um, yeah that was one time where i thought it was like whack but they loved it so it's just like, it's like, it's like, yeah i respect that and also um what about you like is there is there well i'd say both of you guys work is amazing and I don't see no flaws, but it's different when it's coming from your your eye. So is there anything that you've put out that is just like, it's not my best, but I'm gonna put it out because you know, I'm put it out, but everybody else has loved it. I feel like in the moment when you make something sometimes, like in the moment when you make something, you think it's good, you put it out and people mm-hmm. like it over time when your like skill progresses you look back at it and like you start not to like it as much even though it's still like a good piece of work you just don't mm-hmm. like it as much because you know now if you were to do it like now you wouldn't do the same thing because you've learned more so i think in that aspect looking back at previous pictures i've taken 
um, the way my eye works, the way the different styles that I'm trying to incorporate now are mm-hmm. like better than the ones I used in those pictures. So I start to not like favor those pictures as much over time. But I don't, I wouldn't say like, I like hate anything that I've ever put out before. For real. I respect that. I respect that. I remember we was doing our photo shoot and I think I told you, I was like, um, well, it was kind of cold and it was muddy and I kind of felt like I was wasting your time, but you, you were one of, you were so patient um, and you had good ideas. So I just want to, just want to throw that out. But yeah, I do have, I took, uh, those pictures are probably some of my favorites I've taken. Yeah. They, Same with, um, with yeah. Bryce and Alex, those pictures. Those oh yeah, yeah. I like Bryce. I like Bryce's pictures a lot, and I that's was that was one of his pictures actually a reference picture to what I wanted to do because you did it in the same park, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was you both got some really, really good work, and I also wanted to ask. I was going to ask you guys this privately, but since we're already here, how do let's say well. Let's talk from your point of view. How do you deal with how do you deal with haters? How do you deal with like negative hate? Do you leave it? Do you respond? Do you like turn off your phone? What do you do with that? Hmm. I'm gonna be honest, like I don't think I've at least to my face publicly, I haven't really received any like mm-hmm. hate or like you know, negative comments. I remember there was this, like, one part back in December. I was talking with my friend, and I was like, I don't know, sometimes, like, like, it was in a reference back to the question you just asked, like, 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 like questions before this one, mm-hmm. um, about is there anything that you didn't like but everybody else loved? So I would put out some stuff, and then I would get all these positive comments and love, and I would start to think to myself, I wonder these people are showing like, Fake love. Like, are they just doing this because like my friends? They don't want to be mean, um, or are they like really like? Do they really like it? And my friend reassured me. It was like, I mean, yeah, but your stuff is dope though. Like, you're fine. So like, people are, you know, of course, you know, like that that message, and I was appreciative of that. But um, yeah, I don't think it. Not even. I mean, maybe behind my back. I would hope not. Obviously, but yeah, felt <laughs> sometimes low key. I'm like, I really hope nobody not like posting me and then they'd be like this nigga suck you know maybe like some dms like because you know how like people can share your posts yeah like, yeah i'd be like what, what are they be talking about exactly because not all of them are story posts not all of them you know what i'm saying and, you yeah know, like, well, dope, but, um, dope, dope. but i feel like some of them might be like bro what is this but it'll never be like at least it's not to my face so yeah like, nah they're not about that life yeah, you're not really, not really, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Bryce, Bryce gonna hit you with the one-two. You see that man muscles? That man gonna he gonna hit you with the one-two, then he gonna walk away and be like, You can't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. I haven't really received any hate to my face. But it's always a thought, like Bryce said, if people are showing fake love or they actually like mess with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's always a thought of yours. But if I were to receive anything, I really probably wouldn't pay attention to it as much because people say once you start receiving hate, that means you're doing something right. Because yeah. um, you could be making people jealous, so they just want to hate on you just to 
I'm so glad you make themselves feel better and all that. But yeah, that's usually how I deal with things like that. I just don't focus on it for just keep doing what I'm doing. So wait, if I'm not receiving hate, I'm not doing it right? No, that's not true. I might have to make a hate page real quick and uh, (laughs) (laughs) be my own my own critic, like going to post like this nigga suck. Like, what type of interview is this? You know what's funny though? I, I want to point out two things. I was first on this what you said, uh, uh, Khalil. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to have people like comment negative stuff under there, like when they first came out. Or mm-hmm. no, no, it wasn't something. It was GTA. I'm sure it was GTA. The niggas at GTA be wild. Totally different things. We had GTA Five. They had the critics. The game company had the critics, like paid critics, to comment negatively. To uh-huh. And that's made it that much more popular. Are you serious? That's what I saw on Instagram. So they had their own workers like comment negative stuff. You say, you know, start a fake hate. Wow, that's crazy. Loki, that's smart, but Loki, that's toxic. Loki, exactly. Love me hate. But and then what you were saying earlier, not so. I want to talk about that as well. Um, how you say, you know, people say you don't have no haters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you're not doing something right. But you know, y'all, y'all know that what's the name that song lyric? Uh, if you ain't got no hair, you ain't popping. Yeah. Name? Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel about that. And I think that's sort of toxic in a way because it's like you shouldn't need to feel some sort of like negative emotion to feel like you're doing something right. Like you can right. support because they love what you do. So I was in, I was in, in my emotions about that a while back, but not anymore. So, so can you guys? Can you guys tell the difference? Ah, shit, I just hit my knee. Can you guys tell the difference between genuine love and fake love? I um, Sometimes it can be hard. I mean, you always hope everything is genuine. True. Because sometimes you don't know people's intentions behind what they do. So True. I try not to think that it's fake as much as I can. But from the people who you know got you, you expect that to be genuine love all the time. Right. No matter what. So. I agree with what you said. What you said not so like, people, when it's your people, you know it's real, like, no matter what. They've been with you since, since you began. And I say, I also know it's genuine. Like, let's say I'll be talking to somebody or um, whatever the case is, and we won't be talking about anything that has to do with my brand or jeans. But then they'll like sidebar and be like, by the way, what you do is so dope, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, oh, we're not even talking about that. So I know you like went out of your way to, to mention that you like it. So, right. But then, like, when people, like, I don't know, like the rappers, I did the Decker Key, and I saw like people that never, ever repost any things that I do. Friends from high school, and I'm cool with cordial, but not friends with. Right. Okay. It looks cool that you know a guy that, you know, I mean, but hey, come on. I like you to have a lot of training. Yeah, I feel that. Sometimes I'd be, I don't know. I, I I be saying a lot of toxic stuff, but I'm gonna preach real quick. Um, it's not toxic. It's not toxic. Not this time. Next episode probably will be. But um, I feel, I feel like I never really got like um support growing up. Well, I mean, I did, but it it majority of support was from family so I mean family support means everything but I think for a while I was seeking validation from my friends like 
um, or even just people I went to school with, like maybe like, hey, like your outfit looks cool. Like that probably would have brightened up my day or, um, hey, what you're doing is so cool, Khalil. Like, I can't believe you're doing this. So now that I'm getting the responses I wanted, it's like, I can't tell if it's genuine or if they're really proud. It's like what, what, what Nanso said, or I believe it was Bryce or both of you. You want to hope it's genuine, but you don't know because it's so hard to tell. It's like that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that be running through my head sometimes. Like when I give a support from you guys, I, th- I know it's genuine because it's like we support one another and that's what we do. But like, let's say it's like somebody I went to that I was in third grade with. It's like, who are you? It's like, where did you come from? But, you know, kick this shit into the end of the podcast. The mother, mother, motherfucking podcast. Do y'all got any like plugs y'all want to plug in real quick? Um, yeah, boys, check out my boy Bryce and my boy Khalil, man. Doing, uh, some, doing some good work. Uh, I got to show love, man. Uh, Big stuff on the You said what, Bryce? Big stuff on the way from me. Not so clear. You already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, tune into Bryson. Not so. No tune into me. I don't be talking about shit. But um, this is fun. I appreciate y'all for showing, showing up and showing out. No, we had some uh, scheduling conflicts, but we did it. <laughs> we we did it and. I might see y'all boys in the fall. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But this has been the Overly Excited Kid with Problems and Solution podcast segment, all that crap. Um, I'm put everybody's or I'll put Bryce and Naso's social links in their pages in the description below. And that was it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, turn us off. What? How do you turn this off? Oh my gosh. Hold on. Oh, it's right here.